Nerd Soul. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You best believe it. Lay ill, kid. At one, you're so holding down, bringing that street geek and nerd soul. Like, comment, subscribe, and let's go because we got Soul Taco, y'all. We're going to have a good time, and I'm not going to waste it. We're going to get right into the sadness, man. We're going to get into that good old sadness. You right. You best believe it. Jujutsu Kaisen got a brother. Got a brother sad, yo. Got a brother, you know, thinking about uh, Kugisaki, man. You know, brighter days. It was, it was, there were times when she would get on my nerves. She was a little too mean to the crew. I felt like she, she, she could have eased up on, on the young fellas. But at the same time, it's tough to see her go. Like it, the trip is, like when she came in, I was already thinking, hey, Kento told her to kind of be out because what's going on in Shibuya right now is way too crazy. This isn't for, I mean, I guess it's it's an all hands on deck thing, but it's also kind of like, bruh, y'all ain't really on this level yet. So, you know, Mahito takes out Kento. You see Kento, I mean, you see uh, Mahito and like Yuji going at it. And I, yo, that that fight is crazy. I mean, the fight technically is still going on. It, it spilled into this episode, and me uh, being uh, the young whippersnapper that I am, <laughs> you best believe I'm here for all the punches and the kicks. But at the same time, I do want the punches and the kicks to win. You know, and, and, and to be on the side of the good guys. You know, and, and unfortunately, man. But look, okay, so Kugisaki comes downstairs, she comes down to the subway, and of course, Yuji chasing around Mahito, and I'm like, don't you remember Kento told you to be out? And I know she hard-headed, I know she hard-headed, but here's what gave it away. Anime going to tell on itself, all right? So here's where it gave it away. Once we started, once we saw a flashback to 2009, <laughs> once they showed her her childhood, I was like, oh, Lord. Oh Lord, we got we about to lose my girl. Oh man, it, it whenever they show like there's a good guy, and whenever they like they be like, let's flash back to sweeter times. I'ma be honest, I thought I thought the only reason they showing us this stuff, the only reason we see in her childhood, the only reason is because. Yeah, 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 she, she, she about to go on to that great Jujutsu Kaisen high school in the sky, cause um, she best, she, she sure enough ain't gonna be here, and even with Kento, when they started showing Kento, he was like, this is my, you know, my dream location, I'm out on the beach, I was like, oh man, they gonna do my boy like that, man, come on, man, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are, um, I guess a good number of villains that are taking L's. You know, like there there are you know some some villains that have been you know beat down, but I feel like we've taken a lot of losses. Maybe, maybe I don't know. It, it seems like we've taken a lot of L's on on the side of the good guys, and not enough L's are being seen on the bad guys. Like, I mean, from the beginning of this uh, this arc. I mean, you had um, what is it, Magumi? Not Magumi. Uh, 
the the robot y'all let me know in the in the comments the 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 young brother that's the robot or that runs the robots he took it out then you got uh, what is it macad uh i can't uh anyway he took it out you got uh you got um gojo sealed up in the box you got Megumi dang near losing his life. Then you got um, Kento taking L's. You got, um, there was another girl, I believe she died. I can't remember what her name, she was like a like a side character. No, 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 I think Kugisaki saved her. So maybe maybe there's only like three people that's gone. Maybe maybe it's a little less, but it seemed like it's way more casualties than, than the bad guys. I'm like, look man, we need to turn this tide. Like we, and, at the same time, the good guys were locked out. They had the veil down and everything. So I get that. But man, it's, it's tough. It's tough to see her go because even though Kugasaki is, she's always kind of bullying and beating up uh, Fushiguro and Yuji. It's also good to have her around. You know, she, you know she got a heart in there. I mean, even when the flashback, you saw, even though she was a bad kid, you saw her when the um when the lady left, she was crying, and we found out that she was in Shibuya, and she probably dead right now, but who knows? But like, we see that you know she she there's a heart in there, you know, Kugisaki, we love you, girl. That's all I want to say. We love you, you know what I'm saying? You know, this is for my home ass. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's talk about Animusha. I, you know what I mean? It's, it's for my homies, man. So, on the rail, Animusha is straight up shining. And I'm going to, I'm going to cover, um, I'm going to kind of like cover episode five and six because the way five is, it leads into six, I think, in a way that the other ones don't. It's a little harder to just cover five without covering six for the way that it's the way the story flows is a little bit different and i think it's probably because we're coming to the end there's eight episodes five and six probably kind of leading to one another i guess seven and eight probably do to do as well so that's probably why it felt that way because normally i try to run these like one episode at a time you know take my time enjoy even though it's netflix sometimes i don't want to just binge everything sometimes i want to kind of take it slow and there's a lesson to be learned from that alright sometimes you gotta take it slow man stop trying to rush don't rush alright ease up take it slow but <laughs> um, I love how in Animusha the bad guys won't just let Musashi take a walk <laughs> he just trying to walk down a path man and like yo I just finished with the Yoshioka brothers alright I, I get two steps down the street and here come the Yoshioka sisters. And the funny thing is, like, bruh, look, I, I'm like this. Don't make me kill your whole family tree. <laughs> bruh, don't don't make me, look, do not make me kill. Look, it ain't going to be a Yoshioka left. All right? Y'all better stop. Y'all better go replenish your ranks because there ain't going to be no Yoshiokas out there to carry the Yoshioka name. Y'all keep, you keep coming uh, to test and you're going to get tested. All right, you bet you're gonna get beat down. I don't play that mess. You, look, I do not play. Stop playing in my face. All right, let me walk down the street. Ain't nobody think about you. And then they they come at him and they battle. Of course, they talking all that jazz that the, that the Yoshioka brothers were talking. But notice he's still standing. 
Like they was like, oh, it's three of us against you. Then why y'all ain't winning? Y'all like, come on, why y'all ain't winning? Now, I mean, of course he did have the little the Oni gauntlet or whatever. But I mean, why? Why you know, Musashi right? You know, he right here. Why you ain't winning? You know, you done beat up uh, Sayo. She got hurt, kind of holding on to the to the um to the gauntlet. But I mean, like, yo, it's three of y'all. It's one of him. Y'all doing all this talking. Where, where the wins at? Like the the Yoshio. Here's my my theory is that the Yoshioka brothers and sisters, the Yoshioka line, is a bunch of wild trash talking mediocre fighters <laughs> that even with the power of the Genma still can't win. Bruh. Still can't win. Um, but we, we also get uh, a flashback with Yemon that kind of shows that I guess he's not the real Yemon. I can, because at least from what I gathered, and let me know if I'm wrong, holler at me. The way it played out, at least to me, was this is a kid whose name was, I don't know, Derek. I And Yemon is some dude that had an awesome sword or something. He went to find the sword after that dude died, the real Yemon, and then just assumed his name. You know what I'm saying? After he learned how to fight and be a samurai or be, you know, a proficient sword fighter or something like that. Because the way it seemed is that the real Yemon is dead. And he out here just, you know, assuming names because I guess he like ain't nobody gonna know. Um, so that's something that helped read into, I think, the background where maybe we'll learn more about the the real Yemon later, maybe, or maybe it's just some kind of insignificant that he just took on so that he can assume another identity because maybe he felt as a kid. I don't know. I ain't I ain't important enough, so I'ma just take another identity. Maybe, I, man. I don't, I can't call it on that. One. But um, the I think the 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 part of this episode, and especially episode six, that kind of paired with five is Haikuro and his seeming sort of like survivor's remorse. Um, you, we get some moments with Haikuro where he's seemingly hurt, uh, emotionally, uh, psychologically. The hawk is still around, like, um, you know, following us and I guess sort of giving us an eye in the sky. And he talks about how he can't really take it. And, you know, paraphrasing, like, I can't take it. You know, I'm not strong enough for this. I, I can't go on kind of thing. And... I don't know if I don't know if he would have been able to go further due to you know the the state he was in and maybe it was right for him to sacrifice I mean unfortunately I you know I, you kind of want everybody to make it except the bad guys but you kind of want him to make it but you know he's he's kind of lost I think he's kind of lost and drifting at this moment in the story and when they get to that coliseum which i was like bro if this is if the words trap if the word trap wasn't written in all caps in that place but him being able to have the i guess the ability to you know deliver his poison and also sacrifice himself to do that it 
it capped off his his pain and at least in this case he's not feeling that pain no more um but it is kind of sad to be like dude we ain't got but like a couple members left kaizen you know sacrificed himself high now did it so we ain't got nobody left but um what is it i can't remember the young the is it seiji i can't remember his name apologize but the the brother that did have the act i mean the uh the did have that bow and arrow but that joint got broke in the coliseum um now uh the creepiest part of episode six was the movement of alfred bruh this it was just weird the way he was moving in a very like a this is a kudos to the animators he just moved very weird and creepy and like the way he was like like slithering up to their face and talking all close like back up back up a little bit with your nasty self all right and we already know you like possessed or whatever you crazy I don't don't be up all up in my face nah bro uh-uh back on up back on up just to taste because because you're weird and also you're nasty and the whole fact that you like look at this golden castle ain't you going to join my mask no I'm not going to join you no with y'all little nasty selves down here in the cave just because you got gold don't mean nothing special yeah, look anyway the 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 weirdness intensifies when alfred gets mad that they won't join the cult i'm like this a cult this this a cult y'all weird and this a cult i get out from underground y'all weird and this a cult and the sad part is sayo we've been with sayo for a couple of episodes now and we've kind of kind of like grown to you know understand the situation she's in we care for her she's part of the team even musashi's been like she's our leader and the second they say the second alfred said we got your parents here i was like oh boy when her parents gonna be dead i ain't know that musashi was gonna have to kill him bro i was like oh he did <laughs> they dead boy like musashi i give him this boy musashi do what gotta be done now honestly I thought he was going to do something where, like, he broke their hands or something so they wouldn't be able to choke him, but he just said, nah, y'all gone. I mean, I, I guess they were saying, they were, you know, asking for the relief because all those people are under Yimon's control. And we don't really know how far it goes because why is he not able to control Musashi and Sayo and them? I guess they got to, like, join the cult. Maybe they got to, like, drink some blood or some weird culty stuff you know you know the the, the average cult things that people got to do but maybe that's what it is but boy yo musashi went to work he was like look i yo, i love you sayo and i know these your parents but they gotta they you know, had to send them all home and when i say send them home Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean by send them home. They got to go because they got to go. Um, all in all, these two episodes were a great way to kind of like speed forward. We finally get our Yamon scene where he's, you know, face to face, face to face with our crew on some like well done ha 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 i'm glad you you know uh 
you know, came this far kind of thing. It's like, man, dude, ain't, come on now. Ain't nobody thinking about you like that. But, you know, it is, you know, we finally here. The stage is set for these last two episodes. I know that uh, Yamon has that one more um, sword fighter in the back pocket. The dude that was wearing the white that's like, yo, look, I'm just here to fight you know, Musashi, what's the deal? I'm tired of all this stupid stuff while we wait because Yemon is like all this theater. You know what I'm saying? These real dudes, they ain't for all that. All that. They're like, look, I'm just trying to fight, bro. Like, where, where's Musashi? I want my revenge, I guess, on Musashi. So we gonna see how that plays out, but Musashi, bro, like, I'm glad to see an old man getting it, but bro, look, you can't be keep taking all these bumps and scrapes and hits and all that. You know, you too old for all that mess, but we gonna move on. So, Pluto. <laughs> All right. This show, once again, is one that I did not... The trailer looked good, but I did not expect to get sucked in like this. All right, so, let me see. Where... the This episode, episode six, is one where we finally get everything coming together and also take some L's. I want to talk about just the, the the detective story and the way they follow the threads. It culminating in culminating this episode, it really pays off in a very good way because we've been getting little pieces here. We saw how was it uh Professor Abula when he went through the the uh, the human uh, little doorway or whatever, the human robot doorway, it didn't really know what to do with him. Uh, Adam saw him, didn't really know what to do. We've been looking around at these pictures, uh, pictures of the flowers. The dude in the um, was it Darius Fourteenth been drawing the flowers. We've been all this stuff about flowers. We've been you know uh, looking around uh, with from Hercules standpoint, from Epsilon standpoint fighting against this robot we've brought in tinma tinma um has been talking about the the uh like the consciousness and putting all of these personalities into a robot and what would it be like um we've been talking about the uh the what is it the 39th i guess the the 39th central asian war and how all this relates all of these things have been coming together real slow in a very like i will say this show is a slow burn but a very good one like there there even though this show for what i generally watch is slow but i have not been like unhappy uh i have not been uh bored i have not been you know i guess uh disinterested in any of these episodes the way they've laid out all of these breadcrumbs has really paid off for me and really come through for me seeing you know like ochana mizu uh with epsilon with tenma um even this episode where we find uh gazette following you know uh these breadcrumbs back to abula and talking to abula at the um what seems what seems to be a kind of general questioning. It doesn't seem that like Abula is under um, uh, any arrest at this time. Uh, he's 
basically just going around looking for who is this you know who is this person in this photo because i'm following just basic leads you know what i'm saying and gazette ends up unfortunately running past this uh little flower um this little flower merchant this little kid and the kid is actually even the the nosiness of the kid and the kind of pushiness of the kid is actually what ends up pushing the story forward because the kid trying to sell these flowers so bad which may be a setup for later because we see how gazette meets his end but with adam being gone with all of these people already being dead we know that yo this is a very serious situation and we feel like we're getting closer we all feel like we're getting closer but we don't know where this is leading we saw the the security tape from um uh man the guy whose family was attacked um whose brother got killed by gazette you know as in or well wasn't really killed he said executed but i mean it's the dude i mean there was a reason all this stuff happened but um like this we we get a good idea that we're getting close and sometimes all you need is that little break in the case and in this case that break of the case um the little flower merchant was like oh that's sahad i'm gonna be i'm gonna be um you know i'm gonna be really smart and really you know powerful and i'm gonna you know change the game and stuff like like sahad and he's like oh oh that's good who's sahad and he's like well you know who he is you got a picture of him and that joint the way we start pulling at these threads it's beautiful in a very kind of old school detective way because he's you know out here pulling threads trying to figure out what's going on where's my next lead i'm you know i feel like maybe i'm hitting a dead end somewhere i don't know what's going on but i need another i need another another hint and that was it man following the the flower merchant and the Sahad thread leading to the tulip names and how he wanted to be able to, you know, grow basically that desert rose. You know, he wanted to grow uh, a beautiful garden out in the desert. And that links back to all of this imagery that so now we're like, OK, cool. Now we know the man in the photo. Now we know why. Now we know what's going on. And then, of course, getting to the flower that killed all the flowers around it. And, of course, the name of that flower was Pluto. Man, kudos to kudos to how they played this whole story out. For real. Kudos. And I'm worried because this ain't over. There's two episodes left. So I'm like, what in the world is going to be next? Because we okay so abula is at the end of this i guess on the run sort of because abula we know he's behind it now we now know abula is behind pluto behind all of these attacks the little roaches all that stuff and well i mean i guess we kind of we watching it knew he had something to do with it but we didn't know he was like the chief dude so like he is the you know mastermind of all this Epsilon is now talked to him. Hoffman's not Hoffman's now talked to him. Hoffman had a like look, Hoffman almost died up in this joint. And honestly, I don't know why. I don't know to a certain degree, I don't know why 
Abula didn't take Hoffman out when he had the chance, but maybe he figured I'm going to need. Hmm, maybe he figured I'm going to need the insurance in case Gazette gets to my son, which he did. So that prisoner exchange, that kind of on the fly prisoner exchange actually worked out in his favor. I guess you could say that it worked out for him where, hey, my son is still alive or my I guess maybe not even my son, my weapon is still alive. But um, the the attack from Anton taking out Gazette at the end and the whole epilogue with Tenma and Helena um, and her saying, like, I don't want my memories erased. I don't want to lose a bit of him. That was man, that was touching. And even the whole situation of like her being like, I don't even know how to cry. That was it was it was touching, man. And it was it was sad. That like she wants to experience this emotion because she does have these feelings, but she doesn't even know what to do with them. Um, but this is a something that I pose out to you. What do you think we're going to end up doing next? Because I don't know where this goes next. Like because I mean, essentially, the bad guys have won at this point. I mean, we do have two episodes left. But essentially, the bad guys have won at this point. Like, okay, think about this. Abula has, well, Abula hasn't really gotten everything he wants, but I mean, he's removed a, a buttload of enemies and opponents. Um, the ones that are left, like Hoffman, are scared of him. Um, he's not under arrest yet. And Pluto is still at his... I guess at his beck and call, maybe, I guess you could say. Um the the uh the troopers or whatever are going up to Pluto right now to see to go in and take him into custody, but we don't know how that's gonna play out. I mean maybe Pluto maybe he wrecks shop on all of them. Who knows? It seems like when he was one on one with Gazette, it seemed like he this is something that he didn't want to do, so maybe he's being forced to do it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that plays out because this is something that once I started seeing him face to face, when it wasn't a, an immediate fight, I was like, okay, so something's there's something here where maybe he's being forced to. And we did see it in the flashback where he wasn't a you know all like gung ho like yeah, let's go kill these people. It seems like something more from his father that he's kind of impressing on his son that maybe his son feels he has to do kind of thing so we'll see we'll see how that plays out in that one man because i'm i'm thinking this might go the way of him just kind of giving himself up which it kind of seemed like he was getting ready to do uh with gazette so you know uh up against up against uh insurmountable odds if you would say but i think in a way where we we could end up with some kind of retribution maybe i mean i don't know if abula is gonna allow anyone to, I, he don't seem like the type that's gonna go to jail i think he 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 going down in a blaze of glory but i could be wrong um but moving on we got that's right oh yeah blue eye samurai y'all blue eye samurai this week you know what okay Blue Eyes Samurai this week was dope. 
and annoying to a certain degree. Roll with me. When I when when we leave off on an episode where it's like, all right, this is gonna be a showdown, knockdown, drag out fight. You know what I'm saying? This is gonna be like none other. You know what I'm saying? All you gotta do is just come through because you gonna see the most you know, slicing and dicing you done seen all season. It's about to be crazy. And when we get in that episode and y'all start doing a whole bunch of, you know, flash black, I mean, flashback <laughs> flim flam, I ain't going for it, man. It, it's dope because the stories, it's not like the story is whack that we got. I enjoyed the story. I was just, you know, I'm like, yo, man, I'm trying to see this fight. You know what I'm saying? Y'all built us up on this fight last episode, and now we got to go see her past. I would have rather seen these type of flashbacks while she was, like, walking, you know, through the forest and something like that. Man, like, bro, I ain't trying to see no flashbacks right now. I want to see the slaughter at the house. You know what I'm saying? At the, at the house of the, the ladies. You know what I'm saying? At the brothel. I want to see the showdown at the brothel. I ain't trying to see nothing else. I mean, come on, man. Come on, bruh. But <laughs> with that said, it these flashbacks really they they man, they really provided insight into Mizu as a character. It's like like peep like bruh, we had no idea that she actually had met her mother again. I'm thinking that she ain't seen her mother, you know, since who know uh since she was a kid. Since her mother died, we didn't know they had reconnected. And seeing that she reconnected in that way was, man, it was kind of hurtful because to a certain degree, it's almost like maybe she shouldn't have seen her again because now the memory of her is something completely different. Like you, you had this loving mother that, you know, kind of like did what she could to protect you and keep you safe. And now we end up with a mother that definitely dimed you out you know she 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 was using you you know she used you to try to get a better place or a, a better you know foundation and wouldn't have to be in the game no more she wouldn't have to you know of course sell her body which you know of course don't nobody want to sell their body at least i, I don't think nobody wants to sell their body i can't speak for everybody but it it doesn't seem like a fun time but um but she you know she don't want to sell her body she got she got her her daughter her husband who then took in her mother and then seems like everything's okay right and you looking like oh, okay well her mama is on that stuff but they they both got together and was like look you know you got to stop you got to stop this you can't you know you can't be smoking all day smoking all night to, uh-uh, nah, it ain't gonna be no hey, 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 smoke weed every day. Nah, we ain't doing that. You gotta get off that stuff, mama. You gotta get clean. And at the point of her slowly opening up to her husband is something that I thought was, I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was beautiful, man. This, you know, he gets married. He's like, you know, I just need someone to help around the house because, like, back then, you know, everyone helped out. That's why people had kids, you know, because you need, you know, help on the farm and stuff. Like, that's why they had mad kids, man. Look, we got pigs and chickens and this, that. Like, we got, we need work. 
You know, this is our work. Our work, we don't go to work, work. Our work is in the, at the house. You know what I'm saying? I'm like building stuff or, you know, tending to the horses or whatever, you know, like. So that night when he came to her and she kind of turned around and grabbed her sword, I'm like, dad, you don't kill her, brother? But it, he came, he was like, look, I'm not a brute. So like, you know what I'm saying? I told you why I needed a wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. And I do like that. I like the fact that He's like, yo, I'm not going, I'm not coming in here trying to like force you to do something. That's not what I do because unfortunately, a lot of narratives about men in the past is, is, is usually not a good look. So it was good that he was like, yo, man, I'm not, I don't know what you think this is, but that's not what I'm doing. Like, so good night. <laughs> but it also gave them a chance to genuinely get to know one another genuinely get to fall in love um and it was it was just beautiful yo it really was it really was beautiful like the whole thing about like him raising that horse and that horse being awesome and then him being like this horse you know the emperor or the the shogun or whatever he ain't gonna get this horse this horse is for you like him you know like really putting his you know himself out there and even though when she learned from him what she what she uses later at the brothel like learning about like sort of like the what some people call the dragon staff so kind of like using the dragon staff and learning how to maneuver and manipulate that is something that i think thought was a good way to tie into the current story but that man that flashback was sad because she reconnected with her mother but her mother was a whole di whole different person man her mother was a just a hard conniving user of a person you know what i'm saying and unfortunately we all know i think even she knew she was like you sold me out because he was like i ran away because i was a coward like the, you know the people came up and he was like i'll be honest i ran away because i was a coward but i got your sword and i came back um i guess he he ran away but he was scared he got he got the sword he was like cool i can at least get the sword i can come back with a weapon so when he came back she was like yo you died me out and at first that's what i was thinking too because of the way he ran away but when he brought up the fact no it wasn't me look at who got the drugs again where your mama get them drugs for? Because we live out here in the country. You know what I'm saying? Where she get them drugs from? Where she get the money for them drugs? You know what I'm saying? So that whole thing was like, oh, man, mama, no, you didn't do this. No, you didn't do this, mama. Come on now. But, yep, yo, my, look, a, a, man, a mama that will sell out her kids, man, look, they, man, it ain't no good, yo. It ain't... Ain't no good. Might as well go in and get her off the board. So, unfortunately, her, you know, her mindset of not even being able to take it, her meeting Mizu, she's just walking away as they're, like, fighting and stuff. Of course, the husband, I guess, felt like, look, I'm tired of these lies. I ain't going to have this. And he was like, slick it. He killed the mom. And I guess because Mizu couldn't take it, even though Mizu knew, Mizu knew your mom, you knew your mama sold you out. But I guess Mizu is still like, you know, I, through all this, you know, 
even with the the craziness of what my mama is now the memory of what i had you got to go down too and she threw that knife she severed her past but the cool thing about that is that she didn't she didn't lose that knowledge she had boy because that knowledge of the dragon staff oh that joint came in handy because when we when we talk about and the reason i'm saying telling it straight because i don't like going the back and forth story so the 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 cool thing about the current part of the story is we have a kimmy who gets on my nerves um because a kimmy a kimmy be doing the most but uh a kimmy coming out with that little baby knife she like uh she like <laughs> arsenio hall and harlem nights with that little gun but she came out with that little baby knife, all right? And you know what I mean? She she did, you know, she... I guess she got, what, two? She got two guys? So, I mean, she did. She, I mean, she she helped out in her, in her little way. You know what I'm saying? She came out, but it's like, bruh, you... Like, you just making things worse, man. Like, just get out the way. But seeing Mizu in the brothel kind of ducking and dodging through all of these, you know, all of these uh, Thousand Claws dudes, and it, it was awesome, because she take damage, like, this ain't some joint where she just rolled through and then don't get hurt, like, she take real L's throughout the show, and I'm, I for one, think it shows how real and how serious this is, and also leads me to believe that I don't think she's going to make it out this show. I think this show caps off with her death, but with her satisfied death. Um, and we already know that, like she said, I want satisfaction. I don't need to be happy. You know what I mean? I, what I want is satisfaction. So um, I, I guess once we get to the point where she's sort of gotten her second wind, when Akimi comes and, and kind of helps her out when it, when she's seemingly dead and passed out because this girl been losing some blood. Like, this girl, whew, this girl, she going to need a transfusion soon. But anyway, when she snapped together and we find out that her leg weights are also, like, connectors to, be, to create a dragon staff of her own, bruh, look, I'm like, <laughs> this girl is not only... A dope fighter but low-key an engineer like this i mean this girl done she done made a uh you know i guess a sort of i don't know if you would say modular weapon that allows you to kind of break down and put together a dragon staff or even if you wanted to do a a sword with a longer hilt like me like bro this she she got busy and when she start, got the, the laying down and sliding and slicing them little kneecaps and legs and stuff, bruh, them thousand claws took, whew, them, them thousand claws took L's. And on the real, the illest part of all of it, when she finished off all of them dudes, she's walking and that little boy, the boy that got the thousand claws little outfit on, the little snitch, when she was like, YouTube, bruh, yo, <laughs> I was like, Mizu don't play, and honestly, I thought she was going to let him live, but nah, bruh, can't let it live, man, you got to kill that idea at the root, because I ain't going front, he had on the outfit, he had on the uniform, he had on the claws, you done put yourself in this position, 
and everybody with this outfit everybody with these claws gotta go because it's not only the outfit it's the mindset behind the outfit you know what i'm saying these thousand claws dudes have been a terror to this town they have they've been a terror to this town and that's what you want to be so this is what i do with terrors and i know people i know people ain't going to agree with me i'm gonna just be like this look he stepped into an adult space and he had he got the consequences of all the adults now do i want that little man to be gone no but i also want that little man to realize that he's little and he need to have his little butt at home I stay out of grown folks business alright cause you got swept up in something that you shouldn't have been involved in but with that said we finally get retribution uh, with uh, Boss Hamada so he gone and like you know like the lady said she said look you know respect you you, you a man you know you the most man I ever seen or something that like that came through my doors or whatever so she was like respect and I'm yo I gotta give her love for that because Ooh, and like at first, first part of this episode, she said you killed us all. So we got two episodes left on this one, or three, two, three episodes left. So man, we'll see how we how we make it through because now we have the information to get into the castle. So now it's just it's just a matter of keeping to our goal and taking down you know the last the last piece or maybe last two pieces and whoo. We'll we'll see, man, because I think Mizu might not make it out of this alive. But we'll see. Let's move on. Two scavengers reign. Boy, do we have we have uh I guess what you could call developments. Uh Ozzy. Okay, so Ozzy and Levi, we we've taken some L's in this one. Ozzy and Levi get stalked by that creature and bruh i still don't get the whole thing with that creature it's weird the the path that this creature has been on like at first it seemed to be like this small insignificant kind of creature that had some you know some uh i guess telekinetic powers and maybe some telepathic powers but it seemed to be kind of more like a little pet thing and now it's grown to be this kind of i don't know evil beast kind of thing because maybe it's been feeding off of cayman's nature i don't know man it's weird because it seems to as the show has gone on continue to i guess read cayman's mind and also give cayman like different thoughts and memories that make him feel good so i get i don't know what its purpose is because even in the in the purpose of kind of making sort of making cayman its baby i don't i don't it's very weird and this whole planet it just the way it works is extremely just odd but I mean, in a good way, because we get to watch it and enjoy it. But it's also sad because Levi is gone. Like we finally see Levi becoming something new, something different. And we see um, Levi become, be, uh, beginning to sing and, or, and hum with Ozzy. And 
it just being different in uh, evolution of what Levi was. And even Ozzy being like, I wish, um, you know, I wish, uh, I can't remember the, the lady's name, could see you. And that's the... Um, the the young lady that was also i think the creator or, or the creator was also the the young lady that Cayman was with because Cayman recognized the humming or the singing and just seeing how the the i guess the monster the creature kind of just attacked them but it didn't seem like those were the thoughts of Cayman that wanted to attack them it didn't seem like Cayman was like i want to hurt these people but it seemed like maybe the monster is trying to remove any, I guess, I don't know, any thought or idea that could be more important than it in Cayman's mind, maybe? I, I don't know. But it's it's sad to see Levi go, man. The way Levi was just destroyed. And I mean, Ozzy, Ozzy going back after the creature and literally scoring a good hit on it but it did not destroy unfortunately the the creature it just healed right back up which is something that you know she could have never knew like it, i mean if you think you slice something open you thinking like yo i'm that's that's a death blow but it man now levi's gone ozzy's on her own and we don't know what in the world this came in this creature in Cayman will become and or do um, because we don't know if it's going to kind of like I guess morph or merge or transform further um, but speaking of transformation we got the clones kind of being born and transforming into something new on their own they're you know it seemed like these were things that I guess are are kind of grown or hatched to replace the old one because like uh the we see a little flashback where the little i guess the little uh, uh dog kind of creature is born and then buries the old one but in this in, in this uh situation with sam sam gets buried and he Sam is still alive, which is very weird. And even now, I will say this to Ursula. Ursula, come on now, girl. Come, girl. That clone of Sam, I mean, it looked like Sam, but it didn't look like Sam enough for you to be fooled that it was Sam when she saw him rustling around in the woods. She was like, I thought you were back. You know good and well. Like, look, all right, so there's two things. All right, Sam, bruh, when you saw your aunt, and them little, I guess, uh, little veins coming out the little puncture wounds or whatever. And for you to say it doesn't look that bad, bruh, really? It doesn't look that bad? Are you sure? Are you sure you sure? Because it looks that bad. All right, I'm going to just tell you, it, yes, it looks that bad. And then <laughs> when... Ursula says there's something like tracking us, something stalking us, there's something out there. Sam just lays down and said, let's just pray it leaves us alone. Bruh, from everything we know about this planet, does th do things just leave you alone? 
when have things in this planet just left you alone? I'm like, Sam, uh, Sam, are you? That's how you know Sam is dying. Sam, like, look, man, I don't care no more. Man, I'm out. I'm dead. <laughs> Yo, the the thing sort of attacked, ate all their food up, trying to kill Sam. And Ursula was essentially on her own because Sam is down, basically. This, I think that puncture wound slowly saps your energy so the new one can take your place or something. I don't know. But, you know, fake Sam comes in for the kill. Ursula, you know, Ursula does the best. She sets him on fire, kind of gets him away, but they have nothing. You know what I'm saying? And even when they're at that little, um, what is it? I guess sort of monument. I guess someone made that little monument. You know, Sam has his in there. And he's like, look, I thought I'd die alone anyway. So thank you for being with me kind of thing. And I, I get it. But now Ursula's on her own, man. Like, she, shoot, she on her own now. So we'll see how this thing plays, man. But, bruh, I am, I, I am blown away by how much we, we lost Sam and we lost Levi in the same episode. Now, we sort of get, I don't know if I'd say, we sort of get a, a hint of light because Ursula does see a survivor. And Ozzy's message that she makes out of just desperation at the end of the episode does reach somebody somewhere. I don't know if they're on the same planet or not, but it does reach somebody somewhere. So we're still where we go, man. But bruh, I don't, man, I do not envy none of these people because we lost two very very important people man and now i'm i'm just bummed out so i guess the last thing i'll remark upon is since invincible's gone um i'm gonna pick back up on revenger uh, revenger is a little show that was recommended to me by coop and it's a show that i actually kind of like i kind of dig it so i'm gonna pick back up on that uh this episode i'm talking about is uh, episode four and uh, basically karima, karima just gets a job <laughs> it's like it's the downtime episode we do get one uh we do get one revenge kill in it um where i'm pretty sure we're gonna have to deal with the church later i think the church is definitely dirty in this but karima gets a job man and soji is a terrible roommate <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what we get to find out in this one like i love how karima is like yo i will become casual i i don't think i don't think you can become casual like you just casual or you're not and him being a samurai his very stoic serious nature it it's scaring off everybody until the dude we find out he got a talent he been holding behind he been he been lying about because he said yo i wake up in the morning i train i teach people how to use swords i go to bed i get back up and do it again and i'm like you've been lying because you got mad skills like he saw them little them art pieces homie started doing mad like painting realist photo realistic type drunk man bruh he was everybody was impressed by the art he's you know working selling the art fixing up the shop got it all organized bruh look you Look, he he was doing that job good. Like I can see him just giving up the game and like just being a shopkeeper. Like he was doing it and selling his art, bro. Look, this man had skills. 
like real skills. I was like, oh, okay, okay, I see you with your with your little art. I see what you're doing over there, Karima. So, um, it's capped off because it's like who knew he was nice as an artist, and Neo, who normally kind of annoys me, Neo was awesome this episode. She is her enjoyment from Soji being frustrated is all I needed this episode. <laughs> like her just bugging out and being like having a good time because having a good time because Karima's weird, having a good time because Soji is flustered. It, her enjoyment and her like <laughs> straight laughter over and over over these two man i i enjoyed it this was a fun kind of like slow down side mission episode we didn't really get a kill we did i mean we got one kill but we didn't really get the action that we normally get but i will say what we did get man i had a good time like i really did i i enjoyed what we got it was fun just to see you know the lighter side of them i mean of course we're gonna get back to that action we better but for now, I did enjoy it, man. I, I had a good time watching this episode. <laughs> Karima, he out there drawing, man. He out there, you know, he's gonna, he gonna give you a special piece. Maybe he do some caricatures. I don't know, but yo, the them photorealistic paintings or whatever, like he was he was killing it, man. Had that cat looking good. Yeah, cat never looked better in his life. But with that said, man, guys, if you love any of these things, go and holler at me down in the comments. Let's talk about any type of anime. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm down. We watching some cool some cool stuff. If you got some stuff that I'm not watching, well, there might be some stuff that's I'm not covering here that gets covered on anime-ish with Coop and them. So, like for instance, Undead Unluck is getting covered with them. Uh Spy Family is getting covered with them. So if there's something like that, it's getting covered with them. And then usually Gamma will come with a lot of slice of life stuff. So it'll be covered with her and Ninja too. Like Ninja has some dope stuff. So guys, make sure you check out Blurdish. Check out Gamma Ray cosplay. Check out Ninja Sama cosplay. And until the next time that you have to uh, scale a, a mountain or try to uh, climb from one end of a gorge to the other through a tow cable, this is N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that jazz. And of course, until the next time that you may have to draw and do a couple paintings to support your basic and casual life, it's from me to you saying, peace. <laughs>